ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Nook's Tavern, your weekly dive into Animal Crossing New Horizons, with me, your humble host, Philip D. Keating, and riding in the shotgun with me, the K.K. Slider himself from the Northeast, Kurt Booten. How are you, man? Yo, yo, yo. Hey, uh, things are good. Um, good. I'm, uh, I've been checking my Switch uh, for... The last six hours, kind of off and on, just say, oh, are we getting it early? No, we're not getting well, it. Well, yeah, yeah, I was hoping the same <laughs> things. Um, and we'll get more into that, but let's first give a little bit of background on who we are, uh, where we're coming from, and, and whatnot. So, Kurt, if you want to enlighten the, the, new, the new listeners on who you are and what you do, that'd be awesome. Sure. I'm Kurt Booten. I'm a, an IT person by trade, a voiceover professional by vocation i guess uh not making enough money at it but i'm looking forward to it um and uh spent about 20 plus years in the video game industry and doing doing and managing qa and have played animal crossing since the very first gamecube version not the japanese version but just the the regular u.s release which is funny because I only found out about the Japanese N64 Animal Crossing about two months ago from uh, one of my friends, Shannon Tucker, was like, did you know this was? And I was like, no, but thanks for putting another item on my gotta get list. I pre- <laughs> right, right. And I am Philip D. Keating, the imaginary nomad himself. By trade, I do work on a farm and a, a winemaker. But I am also a Nintendo fanatic and a streamer who does all things Nintendo. And uh, I play a little D&D on a comedy show on the side, which we'll get into at the end of the show. But likewise, um, I have a funny story about how Animal Crossing came into my life during the uh, GameCube years, where I, I, I went into this kind of store. It's called Toys R Us. And I had a pre-order for Lego Star Wars was really excited about lego star wars so i went in and i said hey guys i'm here to pick up my uh my pre-order here is my paper ticket that had the uh the the barcode on it and i'm i'm excited to play it and they're like sorry bro we sold your copy and i was like (laughs) okay well fine give me back my money please i will go to the local eb games and pick it up there and when i arrived at eb games the gentleman was like well yeah we don't have that but we do have the new Animal Crossing that just came out. And I said, I, uh, yeah, but I want to play Lego Star Wars. I have no idea what Animal Crossing is. He's like, oh, no, no, it's this new IP from Nintendo. You like Nintendo? I said, well, yes, I do. And he's like, all right, this, you're going to like this game. And reluctantly, I was like, fine, give it to me. Let's go. And as soon as I popped it into the GameCube, it was kind of the beginning to the end of the bittersweet life that I have. And, and I've, I've never gone back. And I remembered I probably stayed up for a good, I think it was like eight hours straight, just playing animal crossing. Yeah. So I had, I had been in the video game industry for a while already. And so it was very common for us to pick up pretty much everything that came in. We were developing games for the GameCube. We were, we were just doing a bunch of things. And so I said, okay, Animal Crossing looks like a kid's game, but okay, whatever. And about eight hours later, <laughs> it, was, it was one of those things. And I'm just going, it, it actually, I, I likened the experience to uh, Pokemon Snap. 
Oh, interesting. Uh, it's it, only only because it was one of those things I was I was going, okay, Pokemon, I get Pokemon, I, I understand it. And and put it in Pokemon Snap, and then I'm going, Oh, this is very different. And oh, this hits all the buttons for me. Um and and Animal Crossing was one of those pleasant surprises as well. And then I will without going on, on too far, rem- I remember the very first NES game that I got in the GameCube version, and I went no way they're doing this <laughs> it was awesome so did you ever end up collecting all the nes roms nope no. i do i did not i still have my uh gamecube memory card uh which i'm sure has the save game on it uh but uh you know is at that point probably i don't know a few months in where i found the e-reader yep and and i went so wait you can get these packs of cards and and you can you can open up these these NES games in the game. And I went, okay, cool. <laughs> That's uh, that was way before Nintendo realized that they could resell us games. No kidding. For dollars, right? Just giving away all these ROMs, which funny, most of them are on the uh, cl- NES Classic that we all, you know, fought tooth and nail over. What was the first ROM that you got out of out of the original Animal Crossing? Oh, I think it was, if I can remember correctly. Oh, it was a shooter. I just oh, I can't remember now. Shoot. Yep, I don't remember. I don't remember okay. because because I I remember being bummed that it wasn't Mario Brothers or or uh, Zelda. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I got Balloon Fight. Balloon Fight. Yeah. Nice. So Balloon Fight was the one that I ended up pulling out of that. Um I'm trying to pull a list real quick. Yeah, Balloon Fight, Clue Clue Land, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr. Math, uh, math Excite Bike, Golf, Pinball, Tennis, Warrior Woods, Baseball, Soccer, Donkey Kong Jr., Donkey Kong 3, Clue Clue Land D, Punch Out, who oh boy, um, and then Mario Bros, Ice Climbers, Mario Brothers, and then the uh, Legend of Zelda. Right. So the, the, there's that, there's that uh, list called the forbidden four, which are the, it used to be the forbidden five, but that you couldn't obtain them through the regular use of universal codes. Correct. And that's the Mario bros, the ice climbers, super Mario brothers, and then the, the legend of Zelda. Right. And punch out was in there. Uh, but apparently you could, you could get a code for punch out if I remember. Correctly. Yeah. It was obtained by a Nintendo giveaway. So. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, it was, uh, that was, it was, that, that blew my mind so much. Cause it was like, okay, I'm playing this game. I'm really happy with this game. I like the way it plays and everything. And wait, I get more game. <laughs> I get more games because back then even, the only way you were getting those is either having the carts, yep, or uh, using emulators. And goddamn, was uh, was two thousand early two thousand emulator heaven at that point. Yep. So, <laughs> well, that's good. So let me ask you, how? Well, first off, let's talk about. Do you have a favorite Animal Crossing game out of all the the games that have come out? It it really is the first one for me because I I. I didn't own a Wii U, uh, and and I do have it on the 3DS. Uh, I got the the Amiibo version of New Leaf, but the first one it really captured me. Like 
a lot and because it was so different from anything else that I had played at the time. And just even back then, though, the thing that for me was I'm playing it and we didn't have the ability to do it. And I'm just going, it'd be really cool if I could go visit my friends' villages and my friends' houses and, and play, you know, do basically online play, which they didn't really not really do. No. Um, and, and it was, it was just one of those things where I'm just going, Oh, the potential here could be so cool. And, and, and I think sounds like we're going to get that really with new horizon. Uh, I'm, I'm very hopeful for that. So I think out of all of them, I agree that animal crossing, the original kind of just opened my eyes to what gaming could be. You know, it doesn't have to be just, you know, platformers or first person shooters or anything like this. This could be a nice relaxing takeaway. And there's so many different styles of playing. I think new leaf I've put the most time into, Hmm. you know, over the years, because I could always just carry my DS wherever I wanted. I've, you know, especially now that the new horizons is, is right around the corner. I was able to just pick it up and, and restart, you know, where I left off. I, but I have to say the, the most fun I had was when the Wii came out and the city folk really mm-hmm. started to pop in because I had the Wii and I was living with Suzanne in a small apartment. And then the people next door were our best friends and they both had their own thing. So we would vis- visit each other's um, uh, villages, you know, right. over, you know, over spans of, you know, months that we played it. But we'd also try to mess with each other. Yep. So we, we would put pitfall seeds in the front of everyone's houses <laughs> Yep. <laughs> to the point where like sometimes if I knew I had one, I would sign in as Suzanne's character and then run that into my <laughs> pitfalls just so I didn't have to deal with any of it. But it, it, it was really fun to just have that four player interaction. We even talked about, do you remember that for city folk, they came out with that speaker box. So you would be able to plug it in and talk to whoever was on your, your, your Island with, well, not Island, but your, your town with you. Yeah. I, I remember it coming out, it coming out, but we never, we never got that because no. we, weren't, we weren't deep enough into that, but no. And, and at that point, you know, in 2008, everybody had either vent or some other world of Warcraft rating, uh, right. you know, software that we were using before discord was a thing. Yep. So how do you play Animal Crossing, Kurt? Okay, so... Oh, boy. <laughs> well, no, because it changed. It changed. So, Interesting. Well, so the, when, I, when I first started playing Animal, Animal Crossing, it was pretty much like, okay, build your house and try to organize things either in a crazy manner or, or just match things up or whatever. And then the museum hit me. And... I am a collector by nature and to have a central repository where I can go, okay, yes, this museum is quote unquote for the town, but it's my museum. Yeah. Nobody else donates to that. (laughs) Nobody else donates crap. (laughs) (laughs) Those other villagers are lazy. Um, And so uh, the thing that I like the best, it's not the bugs. It's not the fish. It's the fossils. You're a fossil hunter. It, you know, completing the dinosaurs is really satisfying. There's just a visual aesthetic yes. to seeing a full-blown brontosaurus or triceratops just fully completed. And there's nothing more furious than having 
you know, the head of a dinosaur, the tail of the dinosaur, but the actual oh. rib section missing. <laughs> oh, my and God. And you're digging, and yeah. you're digging, and you're digging. <laughs> yes, thank you. I do need four Tyrannosaurus uh, heads in a row that give me all the bells. But right. really, could I just get the ribs real quick, just once? Thank you. So uh, I don't know what their, uh, what their trading is going to be like in the game. Uh, God, there's so many questions because they haven't, they basically said online play isn't in right now from all the reviews that I've read. Um, and so they said it was going to be a day one download. Yep. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that all shakes out. Um, the other thing that's kind of a wild card while I am a museum guy, I'm, I'm really interested in the terraforming aspect of things it's kind of going to be a whole new game yeah and i'm i'm very interested to see what people create that's going to be the cool thing to see right. what people you know this, people so much smarter than i are, are going to be able to do with their island it's it's like they they added kind of a whole minecraft aspect to it and correct and what i i will say here's what i'm going to do first once we finally, once I finally get terraforming, I'm going to create a giant pit, put all of the villagers in in it as possible, and just see if I can get them in there. And then, here comes the water. I want to see what happens. <laughs> Jeez, Kurt. Kurt, I want to see what happens. You're you're committing mass mammal side on your <laughs> island day day one or two. <laughs> No, oh no! It'll take a while. Apparently, I, I've heard terraforming you you can't do from day one. You you got to build up to it. Yeah, but, so it's premeditated. Uh, got it. But will but will Bob float? I don't know. I mean, Bob will. <laughs> and if Bob will certainly float. Right. Oh man, that's that's crazy. So I am also a collector. Uh, I I love maxing out my museum more than anything else. Just as, so to for them to show us how detailed and how beautiful the museum is going to be really got me amped to play this now look before this this big direct came out i was i was on the fence i really was i wasn't sure if i was going to pick this up really because i heard a lot of chatter about you know uh, uh transactions you know microtransactions and games and what i was scared was it was going to be money for bells you can give us dollars and we'll transfer them over to bells and it won't be you know one-to-one -one transfer obviously because that's not how that really works right but after watching the trailer, yeah, I got really excited on playing this game. And the way that I play and the way that I... I so I'm, I'm a fisherman. And every uh. kind of game that I can play, I am a fisherman. In Animal Crossing, it's terrible because different fish spawn at different points of the night. Yep. So I remember setting my alarm back in the day so I could wake up at two in the morning and just fish for 30 minutes to an hour and then go back to bed in, in Ocarina of time, you know, there's that little fishing mini game. That was my jam. I spent hours yep. in there. Warcraft. When I, when I hit <sighs> max level, everybody else in my guild was like, all right, let's go get raid ready and let's all gear up, get our perps on. And I was like, that sounds cool. I just worked for six months. I'm going on a fishing vacation to get my salty achievement. So you guys have fun doing that. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be an ogre mar trying to fish up my, my, my special fish. So like fishing is where I love the most. And even in pocket camp, I could just fish all day and be happy. In pocket camp, fishing 
is way more appealing for me. If for whatever reason that mechanic in pocket camp works for me. And so yeah. I, I, I will fish a lot. And this fishing tourney, uh, getting ready for New Horizons is right up my alley. And it's yep. just like, okay, turn him into Don Nucleone. And <laughs> don't talk about him yet. All right. We're not, all right. We're, we're not there yet. But, but yeah, so I will always, I'll fish my butt off if it's a new fish. And even if it's, you know, a very expensive trade fish, it goes right into the museum first. And with bugs, I never really mess with bugs too much. I like to build an orchard, you know, I'll, I'll try to get as right. many fruits and then just plot them out into a, into an orchard. So I don't have to run around that much, but I'm just excited to finally max out. Um, I've never a hundred percented a museum. And I think this is the, this is the game. I'm going to finally do it and yeah, definitely and not just, give up on it. And just when you do, Hey, new DLC where we've added 30 dinosaurs. Yeah, that's pretty much what's going to happen. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm there, I am curious on, on the different things that they're going to bring into New Horizons. Uh, you know, they, they showed that helicopter coming in where if you get stuck, that seems interesting. Um, I don't believe it's going to be free to use that helicopter. Uh, a lot of people believe that if you get stuck, it's going to be, you know, a couple bells or whatnot. I think those those nook frequent flyer oh yeah yeah i think that's yep. going to be what you're gonna have to use to get out of tight spots but i mean we'll see you know as we're recording this we're only a couple hours away because if it comes out at friday at midnight you know yep. on the east coast we could be playing it later on tonight so oh boy <laughs> it's gonna be a late night if i yeah. think that <laughs> yeah it's weird i might just have a scratchy throat and can't go into work tomorrow but we'll yeah we'll have to this to, to to see in the morning so let me ask you kurt you said you are a collector do you collect amiibos um no i don't because i saw the danger that that would impose on me um way ahead of time i just it could I, here's here's my my amiibos <laughs> you're gonna love this this is the single amiibo i own i only own one it is sonic the, sonic hedgehog. the hedgehog interesting <laughs> so and the reason i bought it was because what i had heard was if you use any amiibo in new leaf you can use it as a shirt design. Oh, that's cool. And so I'm keeping that to see what happens in the game because they've announced Amiibos for New Horizons, but there were like eight or 12 of them total. And, but, but I want to know what happens when you use others. Sure. So I've got that. And, and so, and these don't really count, but I've got Amiibo cards that I got off Wish. Sure. That uh, are, actually, these are Zelda themed. So, yeah, but they, they, they have the, the Q-chip in it, and it's, it yeah. still works exactly the same. Yeah. So oh, we're going to see what happens. Um, but So I'm not a big Amiibos uh, fan. Uh, well, no, not fan. I'm not a big Amiibos collector. I like the idea. Um, I just, I kind of stopped my collecting real things ways because it just takes up so much room. Um, I collected a lot of things for a lot of years. So, so I just counted all mine. Ah, I wish I could say the same. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Uh, well, see what happened was when these 
when these Animal Crossing Amiibos first came out, nobody wanted them because nobody was playing the Wii U. Right. So they all got pushed to Five Below. And Five Below was just discounting these Amiibos for $5. Sometimes they even went a little bit lower. So I said, well, yeah. oh boy, I know that Animal Crossing New Horizons is, is coming at some point. I know that they mass produce these to the point where they're in Five Below. I might as well get a couple because I'm going to want them. And I know they might be harder to find. What I've got over 40 Amiibos behind me. So, wait, are they all Animal Crossing? No, no. no. (laughs) Only eight out of the 40 are from Animal Crossing. It's gotten to a point, Kurt, where I have an app. I have a tracking app on my (laughs) telephone. And now the boy, my son, who uh, is currently almost four, is really into Amiibo 2. Uh, so it doesn't make the decision easy for me. Like right. we'll go into a store and be like, "Daddy, look at that amiibo! I bet you want that." And I was like, "You, s- I mean, <laughs> right?" So, do, are the Animal Crossing amiibos from New Leaf supposed to work with New Horizons? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm pretty sure any amiibo from either New Leaf or the the uh, the other what was that? There was uh, there was that weird game that they had, the Amiibo Festival or the oh, Happy right. Home Designer. Yeah, Happy Home Designer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think any of those Amiibos are compatible with the new the new game. Uh, okay, because I think the only ones that they were showing, I thought, were brand new ones. I, I, I find it hard to believe that they're going to produce more Amiibos that aren't already part of the Smash Brothers Amiibo line, if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yep, yep. Because I don't think they're that profitable, and I think they just wanted to put out the Amiibo that are the new characters for Smash Brothers and then kind of get away from the toys to life side of things. Well, and, and certainly I could see them, I, I could see a resurgence in the Amiibo cards. Correct, because they take up literally no space. Right, right. And that, that if I were going to buy any new Amiibos, it would probably be in the way of cards. Yeah. I could see myself doing that. I can't do it. I had the option. Uh, we uh, we have a retro <laughs> shop just down the street from us, and when you sign up for the rewards program, each month you get something, you get something from them as being a loyal member and a rewards member. And I signed up, and he's like, "All right, you get to pick either uh, a pack of these amiibo cards, or you can pick any amiibo you want." And I was like, <sighs> "Give me, give me the blue cat." Get- oh. <laughs> give me rover just give it to me don't yep. let the kids see it like give it to me now he's like oh all right yeah no here here <laughs> he was like nobody picks the amiibo <laughs> you right. chose not wisely my friend <laughs> well because how many how many cards in a pack right i mean yeah no it's true um but i'm a sucker for two inch tall plastic toys whoop that doesn't sound right now nah, i'm gonna stay with it that's fine <laughs> Stick to your guns. Yeah, the only one that I don't have that I want the most is my coveted KK Slider. KK Slider. But Absolutely. he comes in a triple pack, and I'm just... It's its low price, but not low enough where I'm going to pick it up. What's it going for now? For the triple pack, about 10 bucks. And that's not low enough for you? No. Oh, I want it no. for $5. <laughs> oh, you know no. what's going to happen. I'm going to order it once we yeah. stop this, so... So, do you think we'll have uh, customizable music with KK Slider again? Um, good question. I want to say yes. Maybe yes. I mean, I remember in the Wii one, you could change the town theme. Right. 
which I had like a list of websites when they would give you different songs to change it to. So we always had the, uh, the Doctor Who theme song playing in Animal Crossing style, nice, which nice. was always fun. But I've yeah, heard- you, you got to think they would. Uh, and, and so that's another thing that I hope they continue with. Like, look, I've given up the idea of us getting NES games <laughs> in the game. Yeah, with the virtual um, console or the Nesflix, it's it's right. almost impossible. Yeah, so so that's a bummer for me. I wish they I wish they had something creative that they could do otherwise like that. But um, I'd like to be able to collect KK Slider songs. And I'm I've not heard one way or another, but but boy, I'd I'd really like that. I would also like the ability, like you know how you can scan in QR codes for patterns. Correct. I would love for them to have some sort of thing like that for music. Mm. Right? Wouldn't that be cool? It would be very cool, but <laughs> very not Nintendo. <laughs> oh, agreed, agreed. But but and I'm not talking about like full like samples. I'm talking. No, no, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah. KK Slider style. Sure, but they don't like to always give us exactly what we want. That's true. For instance, uh, one of the things that I've been reading about is the tools in the game. Go your, on. Sh- your shovels, your axes, things like that. Uh, the ones that you can craft at the beginning have 30 uses and then they die. And you have to have one to craft the next higher one. So you got to burn one of your uses to craft. Right. Oh man, that's so that right there. I, I, you know, everybody was glowing in their reviews. The people who got early review copies, people were glowing about the everything, but that, and I can see that that could be very annoying. Did you play breath of the wild? Um, no, I have not yet. Okay, so with Breath of the Wild, you pick up any anything can be a weapon. Mm. But just like that, it only has a limited use to it. Even, which is strangely enough, the Master Sword. Right? Really? It, it takes you a while to get the Master Sword. Like, you have to go through and make sure you have enough hearts and go find it in a hidden part of the woods. But right. I, I, I heard even the Master Sword has a limited time use to it before it, it shatters and you lose it. It's the master sword. No, I, sword. Yeah, I <laughs> so uh, so you know, and who knows? You know, the 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 problem is that these review copies, they didn't play. They weren't able to play long enough to really get really good tools. Correct. So who knows? I mean, it could be that it's going to be annoying for the first couple of months, and then we'll be okay. Yeah. Now, um, now let's. With that said, you know, Metacritic gave it a ninety-one. IGN oof. gave it a nine. Uh, Game Informer, that's still a thing. They gave it a nine as well. I, the lowest review I'm seeing right now is from Destructoid, which was an 8.5. Jeez. Yeah, um, and I don't know. Have you watched any of the videos on YouTube? No, I refuse to since we're literally less than 10 hours away from the game. Yeah, I, 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 I caved and watched a couple, and boy, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. It is just such a pretty game. Well, we have to look back at what they did with Luigi's Mansion, right? Right. Luigi's Mansion was stunningly beautiful. Oh, beautiful. And yep. so I hope that is like the turning point where every developer now on first party Nintendo takes that as a template and says, hey, we can push this this console to the max and have these, you know, stylized games really look beautiful and stunning. 
Right. Yeah. It, I mean, one of the things, one of the examples was, if you remember from the original Animal Crossing, if there was a bug, it was usually a few pixels. Yep. And and now a centipede, you can see the legs. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's gonna be so good. Yeah, but it has been 19 years, and you know, in in since the original one, but it's 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 wonderful to see how far even in such a short time, the gaming industry has come. But the shadow of the fishes are still going to look the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, that a, is that a horse mackerel or is that a shark? I don't know. I don't know. A, a flounder, an olive flounder? or Black uh, bass? Or black bass, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, d- real quick, did you ever do the, uh, the Prima strategy guys for Animal Crossing? I was fundamentally opposed to all Prima strategy guides. Okay. Um, and, and only because, again, early video gamer, you know, and being in the industry, I was going, those are just cheat books. Those are just cheat They're books. They're not We're cheat not, books. No, I understand. I understand. But but it was like, if you need a strategy guide, then you haven't played the game well enough. So I had one for the original Animal Crossing. I had one for City Folk. And what I liked about it is in the back pages, they had each fish each bug, each dinosaur with just a checkbox. So it allowed me to just use that as a reference if I'm going to the shop first. Or, you know, you sometimes you have a pocket full of stuff and you go up to the museum thinking that you have something new just to be turned away from by blathers saying, no, we've already got all this, man. Kind of, well, why don't you beat it, bud? Bring something new or get the heck out of here. <laughs> right. So that's, that's pretty much what I used it for back then. Now, I mean, obviously, we live in a digital age, especially because this is going to be the first time ever in my life where I have not picked up a physical copy of a Nintendo first-party game. I was really surprised when you said you were Very, digitally. Uh, I, I, I have fought myself. I'm still kind of fighting myself now because... A little tinge of me inside is like, well, I mean, you know, uh, you should probably, you know, go out and get a, a physical copy anyway, right? Just so you can have it. But with with the the amount of time that I just want to pop in and pop out, you know, I don't want to be switching out carts, right? Right, right. And, when I travel, you know, I normally only take about one to two carts with me because I don't want to lose my whole collection. But now with Animal Crossing, I don't have to have that as an option. So it kind of forced my hand to, you know, eat that 10 extra dollars for the convenience of, of just having it wherever I went. Well, and then if you had ordered it from Amazon, the other side of your shoulder may have gone you're not going to get it tomorrow anyway. That, that's also <laughs> correct. But see, I, I, I normally don't go to Amazon anymore because they don't give us that, that percentage off for being Prime members. Right. And with Walmart doing automatically $10 off on first day, it doesn't really, you know, that, that is where I went. I don't like going to the big, the big blue, but when they're offering me $10 off on any kind of video game and other services aren't, it's kind of hard not to just go there. But also now... I don't have to make a stop home from work. I get to just come right home right. and just open it up and start. Or you could bring your uh, Switch with you to work, and then when you get in the car, you could just start playing it. Yeah, no, you're, you're <laughs> right. I should take the Chris Wisdom style of driving and have multiple <laughs> medias going on at once. I was not saying you should be driving. Yeah. yeah I was no. saying you should sit in the parking lot. You're right. I should go to Big Farmer's Mac Markets. <laughs> farmer's Markets down, you know, 495 Beltway going 75, <laughs> trying to, you know, catch, catch my, uh, my fish. Yeah, catch your fish. It's only a tap. 
It's only a tap. That's what I'll tell the person in front of me after I run into him. It's only a tap. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the elephant in the room. I thought he was a raccoon. Tom Nook. All right, yes, Kurt, he's a raccoon. Kurt, Kurt, before yes. we start recording this, oh, before you, we start recording this. You, you went on somewhat of a tyrannical rant yes. about the local small business owner, Thomas Alberta Nook. Alberta. Yeah, that's his middle name. I mean, it was all, it's in the Prima Guide. You should have read all those guides, man. You would have known his full name. I thought it was Albert, not Alberta. But, I mean, okay. it's, it's translation is weird, you know, up in Pennsylvania and up in New Hampshire, uh, you know, things are pronounced differently. So enlighten everybody on your thoughts about, you know, a, a hardworking, you know, uh, landlord business owner that's just trying to you know raise enough money so he can provide goods and services to his local community all right so tom nook with little timmy little tommy standing by his side all looks like a local business just trying to make a buck but i put forth that no he is tom nook mob boss that dude has been running the same real estate racket for decades all he wants to do is get a cut of your bells. Every single transaction, Tom Nook gets a piece. I'm convinced. Otherwise, why would the same people show up all the time? It's because they're beholden to him. They have to move to those villages. He is the, the mob boss that just says, no, you're moving. Yeah, I've got a new island that, that uh, I'm opening up a resort island. You're going to live there. <laughs> It's, it's the dude, Tom Crook. That's what he is. Tom Crook. Nook the Crook. Nook the Crook. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. And you can never get from out. Like you pay off, you pay it off. And it's like, hey, you know, I can give you a little bit more. I can give you a little bit. You want your camper to be a little bit bigger? You come here on the day of Timmy's and Tommy's birthday. Right. To ask a favor of me. So I, I am yeah. in full agreement. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. We, as a family, completely despise the Lord Nookington himself sitting on high of his pile of bells, raining terror and fear into the island. Dude owns his own travel agency and islands now. I guess planes. those planes are his. I guess nineteen straight years of of running, uh, you know, Nookington or uh, Nook. Crook, what, uh, the, what was in, uh, some of the other names of his stores? Was it Nook's Crook? Yeah, I think it was like it was. something like that. Yeah, yeah like See, the writing's right. They on the told wall. us. They told us at the beginning, <laughs> but no, no. And he and he runs like he runs all the transit. Yeah, all, all the it. transit. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, you want to take that train over to your buddy's house? Yeah, Tom Nook runs that. Yep. Hmm, man. When and now they're being more blatant. Now it's actually, it, you have to buy Nook miles. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's a scam. It's a scam. They'll never know that I started my own cryptocurrency and all the profits come to me. Bit Nooks. Bit Nooks. <laughs> Sounds too fishy. Let's call it Nook Miles. You gotta, you know, make it sound like you're earning towards something good, but you never are. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, 
my son uh, saw one of those uh, a little nook amiibos sitting at that five below, and he's like, "Daddy, we need to get this." I said, "You are not my son anymore. We do not need to bring that villainy inside our house more than we already have." I'm pretty sure it's got a chip and a radio in there, so he can really monitor what we're doing outside <laughs> of the game. Uh, but we we bought it anyway. So and the Able Sisters, oh, they're into him something fierce because they're always there. Yeah, they are. Sewing their fingers to the bone. <laughs> so they're indentured servants trying indentured to push out? Indentured servants, yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Pete's delivery service, that dude is never going to get free. Yeah. And yet, somebody is still... I like to think, if we can get a little bit deeper in this, because you have that character who comes in and sells uh, the artwork, and most of them are forgeries. What yep. the heck is that guy's name? crazy reds crazy red right crazy red moving from quote-unquote town to town obtained through crazy red or through nook store and nookington stores yeah that was always a pain in my butt was trying to get get those paintings because you're dropping like four thousand bells and half of them are forgeries how do you think they launder the bells it's all through the artwork yeah and look, you can even sometimes get them at the Nook stores too. Yeah, I smell, I smell, I smell fraud. But who's going to take him down, Isabel? No. Or I have a, th- I have a theory. Oh boy, give it to us, little Timmy. Well, you think he's going to make a shot for the chair? Look, he wasn't named Tom. His twin brother was named Tom. <laughs> he, that's all he's got. So in order to uh, get his birthright. To be the man, you got to beat the man. I like to think that you were up for hours <laughs> on night thinking of conspiracy theories through the Animal Crossing IPs. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's all good. Um, you know, game comes out in a couple hours as we record. Is there anything else that you're really looking forward to from New Horizons? Oh, boy. Um, It really, the online play, I really, really want to see how that works out because um, if we can, you know, we, in our, in our little network of friends and a bunch of them that are getting Animal Crossing, if we can have a common island uh, and the, the thing that looked interesting was, well, people won't be able to do anything to your island to screw it up unless you let them well that's the thing and that was my next question kurt are you going to give anybody the ability to be your quote-unquote best friend in well, animal I, think, crossing? I, I think what happens i think what happens from what from what i've seen is as in like uh pocket camp and well all of them really uh you gain levels of friendship correct and then at some point you're given would you like this person to be able to dig up your trees <laughs> and Probably not. No, no. <laughs> I didn't trust. No, you know, you know my pit experiment experiment I talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a moat yeah. around your it's house. Around your house. <laughs> and the only way you can get is with the the jump stick that they're gonna they're right. gonna give you. I just no. want to see if if we can build a moat that is too deep for the jump stick. <laughs> <laughs> I I I certainly. And giving zero people the code. I couldn't even cohabitate on the Wii with city folk with, with you know, three other people. 
the last thing I want is to have somebody come in, you know, steal my secret gold rock every day. So I spend 20 minutes hitting every gosh darn rock I can find. Right. I don't trust them not to chop down my trees. I don't trust them to, you know, not steal all my fossils. So no, right. it's funny. Uh, I'm going to have social distancing in <laughs> Animal Crossing New Horizon as much as I can. Hey, you brought it up. I think I'm going to name my, my uh, little village Coronaville. <laughs> Sounds like a Jimmy Buffett song title. <laughs> <laughs> With really sad lyrics. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett? <laughs> Jimmy uh, Tuffett. Sorry. I think we did it all right now. Um, let's try to keep this up. Maybe uh, next week we come in, give you know first thoughts and and a little bit of progress of where each one of us is in, in the in the game. Yeah, I think that'd and, be cool. Uh, we can see how long this can go. I don't know if this is going to turn into a weekly show or a bi-weekly show, but you know, I'm going to keep doing it as long as uh, you guys keep enjoying it and I keep having fun doing it. Kurt, tell everybody where they can find you on the web. All right, so first and foremost on Twitter at VO by Kurt. Otherwise, I'm on Twitch at Kurtstable, and uh, that is three times a week where I do a little podcast called Storytime with Kurt, and we're in the middle of reading Great Expectations right now. And Mondays and Thursday evenings, I am over on the FTH Beyond channel on Twitch, uh, streaming Marvel Strike Force and the podcast they're in. And then on Sunday evenings, with Phil and Paul Klotz, Soapbox Klotz, where we do the Bro Amigos of the Stream Apocalypse over on GSU Media. You can find me all over social media Twitch, Twitter, Snapchat at Imaginary Nomad and Instagram with a one. I am on Botched, a DD podcast, which is a not safe for work improv comedy show that we use DD as our storytelling. It's kind of like South Park meets Game of Thrones. Not Game of Thrones because we tell compelling stories, but all your favorite characters will die off without any reason. I'm also on Breaking the Panel, a weekly nerd news show that we do live on Twitch at GSTU Media every Wednesday at 8 p.m. And then on Mondays, same channel, it's uh, GSTU Media. Me and Charles McFall play a little video games uh, called Two Drunks Play. We just finished up Diablo 3, jumped into some Borderlands 2 uh, DLC, and who knows what the future holds. And then always find me on uh, on Twitch doing some sort of Nintendo gig. Uh, it's probably going to be New Horizons from now on on twitch.tv slash Imaginary Nomad. Thanks for everybody for tuning in and check us out next week. Nook's a crook.